Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer and Brendan Escott joining you. It's 12.34 in Edmonton. We're about a week out from the NHL, well, not even a week out. We're five days away from the NHL trade deadline, and we want to tell you that uh, Pub 1905's got all your coverage on trade deadline day. Coming up on Friday, we'll have extended coverage here on 6.30. Chad. Guests and Oilers now receive certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. You can follow the sizzle to 9990 Jasper Avenue and tell Chris and Chef L Tap that Oilers now sent you. Swung over there last night to, uh, uh, it was my night to cook, to pick up takeout uh, en route to, before I headed off to the Alberta Golden Bears game. Oilers and the Boston Bruins. I'll, I'll bring you all the numbers on the two teams coming up at about 12.53, but at this time, we bring back to the show NHL insider John Shannon for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year that's how you build a legacy legacy heating and cooling john how are you i'm great bob you good we are seeing clearly and it has been stated today by julian brisebois the general manager of the tampa bay lightning who gave up five picks and a former number one for a player who was bypassed three times in the nhl draft tanner Janot. The Maple Leafs in a series, a couple trades that they made, first O'Reilly and O'Chari, and now McCabe and uh, Sam Lafferty, that the value of picks appears to have been in a cap system, appears to be dropping and dwindling a little bit as teams recognize a surge. The time is now. Is this a byproduct of the cap system that maybe wasn't as much of a factor uh, in, say, uh, pre-cap times? What do you think? That may be that, but that's not what jumps out at me. Uh, I, I think what jumps out at me is the, the reaction in the East to that team that the Oilers are playing tonight. Everybody's trying to create an arms race in order to beat the Boston Bruins. Um, and when you look at the teams that have really uh, made the moves, the Rangers, Tampa, Toronto, you're looking at teams with really strong cores. You know, whether if you look at Vasilevsky, Hedman, Sergachev, even Chernak with uh, with those top four or five forwards, Stamkos, Kucherov, that, that what you're trying to do is build around uh, depth guys in order to win the Stanley Cup right now. Toronto is in the same boat uh, with, with a, with a, a double-edged situation with A, get through the first round because they're going to play Tampa, and then how to fight the fight against the Boston Bruins. And I think the Rangers are in that same boat with, with the core that they have, 
Shesterkin and Fox and Truba, Panarin, going and getting Tarasenko to help out with guys like Zibanejad. They're just trying to find a way to beat the Boston Bruins. So I, the, the value of, of picks, I think, is probably more of the let's win now mentality that lives in Toronto, New York, Tampa, and Boston. Yeah, well, uh, we'll see what happens here uh, over the next uh, 24 hours. TSN's Darren Dreger, who's got excellent sources, has reported that the Edmonton Oilers have engaged in conversations on Matthias Ekholm. What would your response be to that? Well, if, you know, we, we now know that uh, with David Boyle's departure uh, from Nashville imminent, He's, he'll be there until the end of the year, that they are in the midst of a, a rebuild. When you think that Niederreiter's gone and Janot are, are both gone, um, that uh, there's going to be some, some pressure. There's new ownership coming in in Nashville as well, and there's there might be some pressure on contracts. Matthias Echo might have been, in my opinion, the most coveted defenseman other than Eric Carlson in this trade class right now he's big he does have upside offensive skills he's mean he can do a lot of things for a team if they're trying to get over the hump do you believe the Edmonton Oilers are in on Matthias Echo I have not talked to anybody today Bob uh, we, we do know that they're trying to get a defenseman I don't know I don't know how the math would work out on Echo at, at, at this point but it does make some sense. Yeah, uh, and some might argue Jacob Chikrin, in terms of at a $4.6 million cap hit and age at 24, he too, I guess, theoretically could make sense, couldn't he, John? He could, although I, I keep getting told that he doesn't fit into what they need as much okay. as a guy like Ekholm would. Yeah, and I'm led to believe that the Nashville Predators uh, certainly had were uh, like Kyler Yamamoto in his draft year. They just traded Tanner Janot. The Oilers may have a prospect that is as close to Tanner Janot as any out there in junior hockey right now. His name is Reed Schaefer. And some would say, well, why would you trade? Like, John, the funny thing is, I don't know about you, but and, and I'm not in Ken Holland's shoes, but I do think that there is a window. And futures, you know, you know what the percentages are. After pick number 24 in the NHL draft, in a extensive and exhaustive amount of research went into that from the 05 to the 2013 draft years in rounds or picks 24 and after in the NHL draft, you had a 2% chance of drafting a star player. That's one out of 50 picks. And I think that's uh, today uh, what Julian Breesbaugh, did you see the quote from Julian Breesbaugh today, John? Did I lose John Shannon? Yeah, I did, yeah. What did you think of that quote? Um, I'm here. Oh, oh, sorry. Did you hear the quote from uh, Julian Breesbois? Well, I, 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 yes, I did. Yeah. Has everybody on the show heard it? Yes. That's why I don't want to play it again. So, or read it again. It's just interesting. He's okay. he's just saying there's a window and a time. Oh, okay. And no, no, no. So, so what I got? I, oh. Yeah. Yeah, no, but that, I think that Bob, I think that speaks to what your core is, and I and I, you know, I mean, with when you consider that Tampa is, you know, 
trying to get to the Stanley Cup final for the fourth consecutive year, you know, that's that's the expectation in Tampa. You know, I mean, I, I do think that the expectation in Edmonton is to get to the Stanley Cup final as well, but I don't think they're as far as long as, as, as Tampa Bay is after winning the Cup twice and, and losing to Colorado in uh, in the series last year. Yeah. Some might say, you know, there there is a couple of beneficial perspectives that Tampa has that Edmonton doesn't. Uh, they have a superior tax position for players. Okay. I, I think that's fair. And, you know, I, I think that they probably have, they can probably get almost anybody in free agency. I don't know if that's necessarily the case for the Oilers, though I personally think Edmonton's a great place. Who wouldn't want to go to a team with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl? Right, John. So, but it, it is interesting. Like, I, the Phoenix Suns did something similar in the NBA to what Tampa has done here over the last couple of years. Uh, first with uh, the trades that involved Coleman and Goodrow a couple of years ago. Then last year, the trade yep. with Hagel. And now this trade with Janot. Um, I thought Tampa was also ultimately going to be in on Lafferty. But once they got Janot, they got Janot. Away you go. So, uh, again, John Shannon joining us right now. John, bottom line is I th- I, I don't want to be over-promising and under-delivering, so I'll say it this way. I wouldn't be surprised if the Edmonton Oilers ended up adding a left-shot D. What about you? I mean, with, what, with what, Bob? That the, I would not be surprised if the Edmonton Oilers ended up adding a left-shot D. Oh, no, no. I, no, I, I would not be surprised at that at all. I, and adding a depth forward. Yeah. I, I, still think that, I still think that's on the, on the shopping list as well. You know, the, the, the fascination for me now is um, do prices drop now? You know, other than Patrick Kane, uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of a lot of the big stuff is done. And does that mean that, you know, the teams who have waited are going to get better deals? Or are are the prices going to keep on rising? That's that's what the next four days are going to be fascinating to me to watch. Uh, you, you know, I mean, I, I look at what I, I look at what the Maple Leafs did in order to get McCabe and, and Lafferty and go. You know what? Kyle's all in this year. Kyle Dubas is all in this year in order to make it happen. And here, I mean, he's he's trading for guys that have two or three years on their deals, and he has nothing on his deal. Uh, so th- that to me is. Win it this year. You ha- we have to get closer than we have, and I I wonder if that mentality exists in every team. Yeah. Well, uh, should we take solace in the fact to this point it doesn't look like anybody in the West is loaded up, or is that coming this week? What do you think, John? I I would I tell you what I would love to see an analysis of why this has occurred so drastically. And, and particularly when you think of where a lot of these guys have come from, Bob. They've come from the West. Yeah. That, that's, that's interesting to me is that, you know, Ryan O'Reilly, you know, Ivan Barbashev. I mean, Doug Armstrong is, is trying to retool on the fly. Yeah. Um, and and, and that's, that's a difficult thing to do in this, mar- in this day and age. And there's a lot of pressure to do that in St. Louis. They, they don't really tolerate losing very well in St. Louis. So from that perspective, getting all these talented guys that played in the Western Conference going to the East uh, is, is one of those ones where you go, well, why, why is this happening? Because, I mean, there, there are 
as we've talked about previously, 10 teams, at least 10 teams, I think, maybe nine, uh, in the West, that if they get in the playoffs, they could be in the Stanley Cup final and nobody would be surprised. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, John. Uh, what's your Well, we're going to have you on Thursday, anyhow, the day before. Will the Edmonton Oilers have done anything before Thursday? What do you think? Uh, I, I I think Kenny's a deadline guy. Um, I think he, I think we're gonna we're gonna have to wait. You know, Boston tonight, Toronto Wednesday. Um, you know, if you're gonna make a trade tomorrow, if you're gonna make a trade tomorrow, can the player be in in Edmonton in order to beat the Maple Leafs? <laughs> that, that's gonna be question mark. I will say this: if the Oilers cash in some chips for the future, and I think that's a possibility. In my opinion, it has to be for, and it's for defenseman. It's got to be for defenseman of term, just like to establish. I, I'm so I'm personally on a personal level, I'd be more interested in an Ekholm or a Chikrin personally, John, than a Gavrikov, who's you know unlikely. He's already you know sort of it's been communicated out, communicated out there. Maybe he wouldn't sign in some places. I'd be much more intrigued to get a guy with a little you know a couple of years or or even three years left in his deal. What do you think? Oh, I I I to- I totally agree. I totally agree. I think, and I think that I think that's the way Kenny thinks as well. I think term is important to him. Good stuff, John. We'll get you on Thursday, possibly on Friday as well. Thanks for joining us in Oilers now. Right on. Thanks. It's twelve forty-six in Edmonton. I'm going to get to some of your texts on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. The uh, it's got to be stated the Maple Leafs. I mean, Brendan, they have really, they already had a great, since Jay Woodcroft, since Jay Woodcroft has taken over as head coach of the Edmonton Oilers, the uh, Oilers have the best record in the Western Conference, okay? But two of the teams that have had better records than Edmonton over the last year and 15 days have been the teams they're going to play tonight and Wednesday. Boston and Toronto, and both have geared up. I'm telling you, that division's going to be awesome to watch. When we come back, uh, we'll get to the McGuire Financial Game Day lineup report, and uh, we're going to play a little bit of trivia as well. You're listening to Oilers Now. 1251 in Edmonton, we're heading back to California in April. Sunny California with New West Travel. You fly to Los Angeles, you watch the Oilers play the Kings and the Ducks. This New West Travel package includes airfare, four nights at the Marriott LA Live, plus lower bowl game tickets for both games. We'll have a welcome reception with yours truly and special guests for the California Hockey Tour. Reach out to newwesttravel.com. You can uh, text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line 780-496-0063. We will get to some of those texts momentarily, but not before I give you the game day lineup report brought to you by McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca. Edmonton uh, and the Boston Bruins. The Bruins come in with a record of 45, 8-3, a plus 95 goal differential. Listen to these stats. They are third in goals for, first in goals against, seventh on the power play, first on the PK, first in faceoffs at 55%, direct correlation to penalty kill, at 86.4. They have a 929 save percentage, which is 11% higher than any other NHL team. 
Patrice Bergeron plays with Brad Marchand and Jake DeBrusque, who's got 27 and 25 goal seasons, and he's been good since coming back from an injury. David Krejci with Pavel Zaka and David Pasternak. Pasternak second to the Oilers, Connor McDavid, in goals this season. Taylor Hall is out. Lower body injury, flew back to Boston today. Will not play. We expect Nick Foligno, who the Leafs once gave up a number one for from Columbus, uh, to step up and play with Coyle and Frederick. They've also got Noshek and uh, just recently acquired Garnet Hathaway as well as A.J. Greer. On defense, uh, guy Keith Gretzky draft. He drafted Pasternak. He also drafted Matt Grizzlick. Uh, he'll be with, paired with Keegan McAvoy. Grizzlick this year is plus 36. Charlie McAvoy. Keegan McAvoy played for the Saskatchewan Huskies about 20 years ago. Uh, Hampus Lindholm, eight-year, $6.5 million cap hit extension uh, with Brandon Carlo. And then Derek Forbert with Dmitry Orlov, who spent the last 11 seasons with the Washington Capitals. Jeremy Swayman will start in goal. He's 14-4-4, 2.34 goals against average, 9-16 save percentage. The Bruins are 21-6-2 away from home. They're 24-2-3 at home this year. They're at $83.4 million on the cap. They've got 13 players signed next year for $61 million. They've traded away their number one, two, and five this year, their number two and three next year, and their number two in 2025. UFAs include David Pasternak, Patrice Bergeron, Nick Felino, Noshik, Hathaway, Krejci, and Orlov. So three of their four centers, are, they've got Bergeron at $2.5 million and Krejci at a million. Uh, and it's all corresponded with Jim Montgomery coming in as head coach. Those guys weren't staying had Bruce Cassidy been the head coach. And it's pretty obvious the head coach, and certainly Krejci would not have been back with that organization. Um, Bergeron, by the way, 61.2% in the face-off circle with five goals and 18 points in 23 career games against Edmonton. The Oilers are plus 29 in goal differential. They're 32-20-8 this season. They're 14-11-5 here at Rogers Place. They lead the NHL in goals for 3.83, and they've got the best power play by 6% at 32.1% on the season in the National Hockey League. They're giving up too many goals against. 20th in the league in goals against, 3.28. 25th on the PK at 75%. Connor McDavid up front with Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Kyrie Yamamoto. McDavid, 11 points in three games last week to be the first star of the week. Uh, McDavid's got 14 points in nine career games, plus six against the Bruins. Dreisaitl, uh, again, this is a lot based on what they went with in practice yesterday. Costin was with Dreisaitl and Hyman. McDavid was with RNH and Yamamoto. McLeod was with Fogel and Yanmark. They had Shore with Ryan and Pugliarvi. Here's the catch. If Costin plays, the Oilers have to send one of Vincent DeHarnay or Devin Shore, who was on an emergency recall. They have to send one of those guys down. So uh, logic would dictate we think DeHarnay would stay up. Nurse with CC, Kulak and Barry, Broberg and Bouchard. DeHarnay's played 15 games. He's plus 10 this week. Broberg's trying to pick up the pieces. He had a tough performance against the Columbus Blue Jackets on um, on. Saturday. Stuart Skinner was in the starters net yesterday at practice when the team had a full practice. Evander Kane has not uh, been on the ice the last couple days at Oilers practices. There you go. That's the game day lineup report for McGuire Financial. Have the right teammates on your side for your financial future. For a free financial consultation, visit mcguirefinancial.ca at 1255 in Edmonton. It's time. That's right. It's time. 
for Oilers Now Game Day Trivia for Pro-Am Sports. Fan Cave and Fan Gear Specialists for all budgets on St. Albert Trail, and you can visit them at proamsports.ca. Brendan Escott, how tough am I going to make it today? Uh, give him a 6 out of 10. 6 out of 10. Here we go. You would have to listen to the show a little bit. A little bit. Um, so here we go. A little bit over the years. Name the Boston Bruins defenseman that was selected in the second round that I believe Edmonton would have taken had they not traded the 16 and 33rd overall picks for Griffin Reinhardt. The Boston Bruins defenseman in the 2015 draft out of the Tri-City Americans, he played for Bob Torrey there, who I believe the owners would have taken at 33 had they held the pick. He's a right shot D. 780-496-0063. Um, Stoney has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line and say, Bob Chikrin and Jensen with 50% retain. Uh, you'd need as much cap room as Ekholm. Either one of them would be great. Interesting. Stoney likes uh, Jensen. I know Jim Matheson uh, brought up Nick Jensen as well. Again, we're looking for the... Boston Bruins defenseman. He was a second-round draft choice in 2015, and I believe the Oilers would have taken him. We've talked before. Had they held the pick at 16, I think Eric Sinek would have been their pick in that draft year. And had they held the pick at 33, I think this fellow would have been um, <laughs> would have been the pick as well. <laughs> you can uh, trade it. Uh, guys offering to trade uh, answers for tickets. We don't give away tickets on this show. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. Um. Desmond out of Sturgeon County has texted us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Bob, is Eric Carlson an absolute no in your opinion now for a deadline deal from Desmond? Desmond, I could see Eric Carlson being moved in the offseason. I don't see the San Jose Sharks moving him at this time. They paid him a $10 million bonus on July 1st. It would actually cost them more real dollars to bring players back that would have to go the other way to offset and defray the costs. So I don't see Carlson getting traded, but I could be wrong. I've been wrong before. 780-496-0063. Bob, what happens to the Oilers if they lose the next four or five games out of the playoffs? Well, they play Boston tonight, Toronto Wednesday, Winnipeg on Friday in Edmonton, Saturday back in Winnipeg, off to Buffalo on, uh, I think it's a, is it a Monday game? Thursday in Boston, Toronto on uh, Saturday. Seven tough games in a row, and I think then they come back to Dallas. It's a tough part of the schedule for the Edmonton Oilers. No question about it. We will head off. To a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. When we come back, we'll have our trivia winner. And uh, we'll bring aboard Colin Chalk. He is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. This is Oilers Now.